1: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack
2: Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Just a quick bring you up to speed. Joe Manchin has just given a speech outside the Capitol, so we'll probably be getting a word on that in just a few minutes, what he had to say. So um, he came out, Joe Manchin, uh, senator from West Virginia. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, yesterday said, um, it's insane to want to spend $3.5 trillion. We can't afford our entitlements now, and we're going to add more. Anyway, him saying that, he's a Democrat who wants to vote no. Uh, that caused a lot of the progressives on, of his own party to say, well, we're even more dug in then. We're not going to pass the $1.5 trillion package that Pelosi's putting on the floor today. So I think the best guess right now is it's not going to pass, which means Pelosi might not put it up for a vote because she Hmm. generally doesn't put things up to a vote that aren't going to pass. Yeah, Um, The little mini dramas
2: on Capitol Hill we usually ignore, but this is a pretty big one and a pretty good one.
0: Because if they get both of them through, the country is changed forever in a great way. We are much more like Europe. We are much more socialist than we've ever been by far, and it will never go back. Right. If they pass both of these, it's a big deal.
2: I As th- Barack Obama always put it, this is the greatest country on earth. We need to change it fundamentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what Joe Biden is saying. Um, and so uh, AOC just said, and she's part of the leadership of the, uh, the crowd that doesn't want to. There's about 40 Democrats that say they're not going to vote for the bill, which means it can't pass. Mm hmm. She said just a few minutes ago about 4% of the party are trying to split the two priorities up, the two bills, AOC said. The read that we have is that they'll just dump the second one and just never actually vote on it, which I think is what would happen. Yes, yes, clearly. Thank God. She's right about that. But so if they hold up the first one, the $1.5 today, I'm not sure if either one of them ever happen.
2: Hmm. I could see the so-called legit infrastructure bill maybe mutating a bit. Um I'm just I'm trying to read Nancy Pelosi's strategy because she has a serious problem on her left. And and I wonder, well I don't wonder, I know. She is thinking in terms of using this as as a chance to to kneecap the squad and and their ilk. Because they're they're just a pain for her. They're a thorn in her side. They're an impediment to getting things done, and she's got to be thinking in terms of: Can we hang these people out to dry? Can we blame them for the potholes in everybody's street? Can we blame them for the uh, airlines canceling flights? The the legit infrastructure stuff. I she wants.
0: She, they don't have a name. The squad only represents four of them. That that wing does it have a name? But anyway, Nancy Pelosi wants to destroy them in the same way that. Mainstream Republicans wanted to destroy the Tea Party at the time and succeeded.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I happen to less.
0: agree with the Tea Party. I couldn't agree less with the left wing of the Democratic Party. But we'll see what happens today.
2: Well, yeah, you know that's an interesting irony. Uh, I too, hardcore Tea Party supporter, as it was all about fiscal responsibility and not spending our children' grandchildren's money. Um, but the rejection of the McCain branch of the Republican Party of the Tea Party. Um, led to Trump getting elected because they gave their finger to working class America and working class America didn't like it anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, moving along. Uh, There's so much I want to talk about. And and Jason Chaffetz wrote a great piece. I mentioned it earlier. I never got to it about why the uh, gargantuan francification bill is just a nightmare for the country. I want to touch on that before the show's over today. But this is a a piece that is incredibly important and should have been utterly unnecessary from Harvard professor Jeannie Gerson that concluded that trigger warnings are not as beneficial for students as its proponents think they are, and in some cases may be causing more harm to students than good, it's almost, including those who actually st- suffer from PTSD.
0: It's all, almost hard to remember when all this craziness started. It wasn't that long ago when we were yucking it up about how silly it was that they were having trigger warnings before they read a Shakespeare play. Well, it you is know, absurd, we, but just, we just mainstream wanna, as hell. Yeah. We just want to let everybody know here, here in... Literature one hundred and one, reading four hundred year old works of art that every other generation thought was the greatest thing ever written, but now we're giving you a trigger warning because there is some uh, there's some uh, a lack of equality between men and women in here that you're going to find uncomfortable, and uh, if it if you think this is going to be too uncomfortable from you you for you you can leave the room.
2: There is also uh, there are scenes of violence. And exploitation of animals. So if you're triggered by any of these things, uh, let us know. Before we read Macbeth or whatever. I also read three Shakespeare's. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. So U.S. colleges have embraced trigger warnings in the hopes of keeping students safe from having to recall traumatic events. It takes several forms, including what we we're just discussing or the banning of common phrases in classic books that are now problematic. And you remember the Brandeis University idiocy with you you shouldn't say killing two birds with one stone or take a stab at it because that will trigger people and freak them out. And a little more information on how this works before we get to the, the study by the Harvard professor, which is so good. Uh, this is actually from her piece. Uh, Whatever individual instructors might do in their courses, universities have not typically adopted official policies on trigger warning. But the University of Michigan, for instance, does provide its teachers a guide to trigger warnings within its resources on planning for inclusive classrooms. The guide urges instructors to design course content, quote, with common triggers in mind and offers examples of tags that teachers might provide on syllabi, including death or dying, pregnancy slash childbirth miscarriages slash abortion, blood, animal cruelty or animal death, and eating disorders, body hatred, and fat phobia. The university tells teachers it is appropriate to say to students, and I quote, if you have concerns about encountering anything specific in the course material that I have not already tagged and would like me to provide warnings, please come see me or send me an email. I will do my best to flag any requested triggers for you in advance. When I read this, writes the Harvard uh, gal, I pictured instructors attempting to comply with this advice by keeping color-coded tabs on every individual student's triggers in their teaching notes. In the event the teachers, quote, misflagging flagging content that a student may identify as triggering, they are told to apologize sincerely to the student, assure them that you will try to do better, and ask
0: for any clarification.
2: Wow, that is incredible. Man, are we a soft
0: people. Ooh. Anyway, so in a weird in a weird people that are trying to turn young people crazy. Oh,
2: yeah. Repeatedly telling them if you hear anything about blood or, or exploitation of animals, you will be triggered. Your PTSD will flood back. You will be disturbed. You will be hurt. You will fall down into a quivering mess. This will devastate you. So we will warn you that it's coming. We will assure you that what you're going to hear will destroy you and is terrifying. I mean, how sick is that? Getting back to the study, which is A, incredibly powerful, and B, incredibly obvious. She noted a study conducted at Harvard which found that among people who said they believe that words can cause harm, those who received trigger warnings reported greater anxiety in response to disturbing literary passages than those who did not that doesn't surprise me a bit no not at all the researchers also discovered trigger warnings often reinforced a belief among trauma survivors that their trauma was central to their identity right joe is not joe joe is the guy who was a victim of violence that's who you are That's who you are. Um, Excuse me, I've moved on. I'm here to study. I'm here to become who I'm going to be. No! No, you are your trauma. The university reminds you over and over again. Uh, Two more studies found individuals who received trigger warnings experienced more distress than those who did not. Yet another study suggested that trigger warnings may prolong the distress of negative memories because they won't let you move on and heal.
0: I'm I certainly am not a person that would say there's no benefit to therapy or support groups or anything like that. But there yeah. is there is a case to be made sometimes for therapy and support groups that all you're doing is just like reemphasizing whatever your particular problem is on a regular basis, like redefining yourself by it over and over again. And I think yeah. about that as reading this the other day about somebody who, is, who, who had gotten divorced and was going to a divorce support group. They thought, you know, maybe that would be helpful. And they went there, and there were a whole bunch of people there that had been going there for years, like every Thursday night at 8 o'clock for years. And they were still talking about their divorce as if it had just happened a week ago. And wow. the person that went thought, that's not what I want to be. I don't want to wow. come here every week and talk about my divorce like it just happened. Um, and so that huh. they never went back again. And I, I, it sounds like some of that is going on here. Y- yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's the point.
2: Um, the scientific consensus consistently showed that avoiding triggers worsens PTSD. The doctor concluded in her piece, the perverse consequences of trigger warning may be to harm the people they're intended to protect. But the trend continues. For instance, Cambridge University recently slapped trigger warnings on a lecture on Shakespeare. Advising students that two of the playwrights' works, Titus Andronicus and the Comedy of Errors, would include discussions of sexual violence and sexual assault. University of Oxford Law Lectures, you're in freaking law school at Oxford. We're also instructed to warn students before talking about cases involving violence and death. Oh, my God. You're in law school and the professor's got to say, all right, now we're going to talk about violence in a law class and allow students to leave the classroom if needed.
0: Some of you are going to be criminal lawyers, but we have to give a warning if we're going to talk about a crime yeah wow
2: yeah it's absolutely nuts it 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 makes people mentally ill and it does the opposite of what it attempts to do as i've said several times today does it work is the question you have to ask of policies And in this case, it absolutely does not. And yet, universities will continue to perpetrate this stuff because it's not logic-based. It's not data-based. It's a religion. It's a superstition, really, a lot of this woke nonsense. So, there you have it. Straight from Harvard.
0: So, Japanese researchers have discovered that some people with COVID are suffering from restless anus syndrome. Hmm. I'm just not happy in my work. It's a crabby job.
2: Nice. Um.
0: Nice. nice. Uh, Proud yeah, we, of yourself. It's a real thing, and so we should tell you a little bit about this in case you are suffering from it or may in the near future.
2: I don't think I am.
0: <laughs> I think you would know if you were.
2: All quiet below, but I'll keep you up to date.
0: <laughs> all quiet on the southern front, yes. Uh, all that on the way.
2: Armstrong.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. And here's the thing. My goodness, you have the infrastructure bill, you've got this bill we have right now, and we have a reconciliation bill. I'm willing to sit down and work through that 1.5 to get our bar priorities, and they can come back and do later, and they can run on the rest of it later. I think there's many ways to get to where they want to, just not in everything at one time.
0: Not everything at one time. So you got the $1.5 trillion bill that it's, uh, the Hill is saying Pelosi presses ahead with planned Thursday vote. So that'll happen at some point today. And we'll see if she's putting it there because she thinks it's going to pass. I mean, the reporting last night was there are 40 Democrats that say no, which means it ain't going to come close to passing. I mean, it's not even going to be close. So the only reason she'd put it on the floor now is to to make it very clear. Look. These are the people that are stopping anything from happening. All
2: right? Yeah. Hanging around the neck of the uh, the progressive wing.
0: Yep. We'll see if that's what happens. Need to pay this off because we came across this uh, news item at the end of the show yesterday. A a study out of Japan. They've got at least one example of somebody who one of the symptoms of COVID for them was restless anal syndrome, which I had not heard of. It turns out it is a variant of restless leg syndrome it just uh, traveled well, not up, far off yeah just traveled northward a little bit yeah. and uh yeah what does it do uh very similar um this poor old guy had it um, urge to move worsening with rest improvement with exercise gets worse at night just like restless leg syndrome except it's located in your um
2: <laughs> Clearly. Yes. As the name would seem to indicate. Ah I mean, somebody described the restless leg syndrome as like getting tased, like an electric current running through your leg, and you have to move it.
0: I didn't I didn't know that. Sounds yeah. awful. Yeah, well it does, yeah, sure.
2: Well and imagine that in your uh, you know, your uh you know,
0: back there. Yeah, so it's awful. If you get that, that's what caused it. The darn COVID. Mm. What, what'll they think of next? <laughs>
2: I hope the uh, gentleman finds his way back to comfort and, and they arrested Anos.
0: So Michael Michael was working on a joke. The premise has got a, a bunch of pieces in it. Yeah. A, a, a guy with restless leg syndrome. There's
1: a one legged
2: man with restless leg syndrome, and he's in a butt kicking contest and yeah. that butt has anal it, restless right. syndrome. So it just
0: seems like there's something there, but I I don't. Mm, no.
2: No, there's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, back to the drawing board.
2: <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sure I have time to pay off the Jason Chaffetz thing. Um, it's it's really good. Well, let me let me start into it anyway. He was a former congressman, <clears throat> really smart guy, reasonable guy, uh, conservative, um, and he writes with promises of free college. And, and the reason this is important is uh, even though um, the three and a half trillion dollar francification bill is dead, it will in various forms, keep coming back over and over. So you have to be reminded of why it's so awful. With promises of free college, free childcare, free medical, dental, and vision benefits, the new universal pre-K entitlement, and a president who says it's all paid for, what is there for Americans to worry about? What really matters is what our lives will look like under a Biden economy compared to what we experienced in the pre-COVID economy. We all remember how Obamacare was supposed to make health care cheaper and more accessible. But 11 years later, data shows that Obamacare had more than doubled health insurance costs. We, we can expect more of the same. The American Dental Association expects costs in this industry to go up once Medicare covers dental. That's because the program isn't means tested and reimbursements are low. Dentists will be expected to provide care at a loss for millions of Americans who can easily afford private plans or self-pay. To stay afloat, they'll need to make up revenue elsewhere. Meaning if you are on a private plan or, or a self-payer, they will stick you with costs to make up for the artificially low but mandatory government reimbursements. And that's just the beginning of it, and he makes some really good points.
0: Uh, we'll keep our eye on whether or not they're going to do the vote or not, and we've got plenty of other things to talk about, too.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's dot com slash iHeart. Had
1: enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Folks, we love Weird Al. We love Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al, an American original. He's got more money than sin. More money, he's probably, I don't know, maybe he's got more money than me, I don't know. If he's got more money than me, but he's got a lot of it. He's got a lot of spunk, and he's got a lot of talent. I've never seen anybody who gets famous playing accordion. I just don't see it. I just don't see it, who's, who's doing accordion, and I, we don't even know how it works. Science doesn't even know how it works. He gets the piano and he just he squeezes it and it sounds really crazy. And Weird Al figured it out. God bless him.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> That's James Austin Johnson, who we hired a couple months back to do some work for us. Well, he just got named as a cast member of Saturday Night Live this week. To do Trump,
2: have we uh, I don't substantiated know that. that or that's, I don't know it's that, pretty damn good guess? I mean, I, he does the best yeah. Trump I've ever heard. I would
0: assume an Alec Baldwin announced last year that he's not doing Trump anymore, so they need a Trump, and uh, and that's the best Trump by far. So yeah, so that's kind of cool. And, and Alex Baldwin sucked. Saturday Night Live comes back Saturday night for their season premiere with a country music act that I like as the guest, but uh, Owen Wilson is the host. Ah. Huh probably because of his turn on Loki, right? Yeah, I'm
2: trying to remember. I read an interview with him the other day, trying to remember if he has a project coming out, but he's a charming fellow,
0: fine actor. In charge of the the time patrol or whatever that was?
2: I'm trying to remember what uh, James Edwards looks like. I mean, I can picture him sitting there in his, like, 25-year-old Corolla with the ripped ceiling, Um, and, and surely he's gotten a raise being on Saturday Night Live. Um, I, I'm, does he look anything like Trump?
0: Is that important? I don't know. Chevy Chase didn't look anything like, uh, Gerald Ford. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll click around. Yeah. We have, we have that stuff on our website, by the way, the video of, uh, when he cut that stuff for us with Sean, uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. And maybe he talks a little too much.
1: It's a little too much talky talk with positive Sean. It ruins the show. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh that's so good so anyway back to this jason jason chaffetz piece that he wrote about the 3.5 trillion dollars turning america into france or venezuela uh bill which is almost certainly dead at this point it'll be interesting to see how today unfolds but uh, it will be back, and it will be back, and the philosophies and the plans it pitches will not be going away anytime soon. So he pointed out, first of all, the American Dental Association expects costs to go straight upward once Medicare covers dental because the artificially low um, compensation rates for Medicare patients and dentists will have to stick it to the rest of us to make up the revenue, to stay afloat. Ditto for child care providers and community colleges. Don't be surprised if American colleges begin adopting some of the same cost-saving strategies as European higher education, um, limiting who can major in lucrative fields, oh, and then he really? mentions eliminating extracurricular activities and providing only bare bones campus facilities. That doesn't break my heart. I mean, I mean, like the kids have to squat over holes to go to the bathroom, or just not super luxury dorms.
0: Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I'd have to know what that uh, that meant. But getting back to the stuff that's definitely uh, more significant, without a doubt, we can expect state taxes to skyrocket within the next five years. Why? These new entitlements are only covered by the feds for the first few years, after which states are expected to pick up millions of dollars of the tab. If your state doesn't have those millions, or if it's already raised taxes beyond what taxpayers can bear, you can expect to see steep cuts in education, transportation, and public safety. Meanwhile, we should not be surprised to see inflation continue as the debt grows exponentially. Furthermore, we know we're facing a hastening of Medicare and Social Security insolvency. Medicare is already expected to be insolvent by 2026 and Social Security by 20. 33 but with this bill medicare will be expected to cover the cost of dental and vision care not just for the poor but for every american older than 65
0: so many of these things should be argued about on an individual basis and we decide as a country whether or not we like them rather than all of this stuff just get jammed into a three and a half trillion dollar thing and passed and then you find out like a year from now oh the first two years of college are free now everybody gets to go for free huh didn't know that I didn't know that. Or dentist is free now. Or all these different things. Oh, a kid can go to—they call it kindergarten, pre-K. It's just childcare. So that's oh, free for everybody. I didn't know that. I mean, we're not—we're not discussing these things. Uh, we're not debating them. They're just all going to pass at once. Luckily, it's not going to—at least not today.
2: Right, right. But as I said, it will come back around over and over again, and they will push for you know probably gigantic omnibus uh, socialism laws like this one because they know if you get down into the particulars and people get a chance to deliberate over it and discuss it and hear some of the perspectives like Jason Chaffetz was just offering they won't like it so that's why they 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 pass this stuff under the cloak of thousands of pages that nobody can possibly comprehend
0: um before we get away from domestic politics which we will in a second um I said this, cynical people said this three weeks ago, three weeks ago today, I think, when Joe Biden came out and announced the mandatory vaccine for any company with more than 100 people and caused a firestorm and people are still jawing about it and everything like that. Uh, The cynical among us believe he came out and said that just to uh, change the topic from Afghanistan and get us back into our camps. Um, uh, Worth pointing out that we're now three weeks later and the National Review points out Haven't heard a word from OSHA. None of these regulations have been named or anything like that. If it was such an emergency, you'd have thought they'd have had that ready to go and rolled it out. But three weeks later, not a word. So that may have just purely been that day's speech, and it'll (laughs) never be heard from again. Wow. Undisguised hokum. Yeah. This is worth mentioning again. Jonathan Swan of Axios. Axios tweeting out today. U.S. company LinkedIn now works as a censor on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party, blocking my Axios colleague's profile because of her critical reporting on the CCP. So this woman, uh, Beth Allen something, it's cut off here. Anyway, and you're
2: working for the Chinese. She, censoring her
0: name. She tweeted out, so she's got a critical piece about the CCP. And she, uh, which there's plenty to criticize about the Chinese Communist Party. And then she tweeted out this morning, I woke up this morning to discover that LinkedIn had blocked my profile in China. I used to have to wait for Chinese government censors. Were censors employed by Chinese companies in China to do this kind of thing? But now a U.S. company is paying its own employees to censor Americans. Wow. How do you like that? Wow.
2: And the Olympics are going forward with sponsorship from big American
0: corporations. That's incredible. Nice job, LinkedIn. You're dead to me. You were dead to me before, but I just didn't use you. But you're definitely dead to me now. That's just so weak.
2: Fans of history, casual fans of history, you, you may have contemplated how the world was so slow to wake up to the menace of uh, Nazi Germany. Well, because were, everybody was making money. Because they weren't gonna, you know, s- uh, ruffle anybody's feathers. If business was good and the rest of it, I hear some of the stuff he's doing is a little ugly. But I don't know. We got a contract with him. They're building tons and tons of highways, and we're getting rich. That's why.
0: I hear some of the stuff is a little ugly. Maybe, maybe good, but maybe a little ugly. <laughs> it's it's hard not to start talking too much. Build
2: they like- build in Nazi Germany? <laughs> Nazi Germany.
0: <laughs> Uh, Shakira has been attacked by wild, attacked by wild hogs. The singer Shakira.
2: I don't think my headphones are working correctly today. Shakira, the singer, has been attacked by wild hogs. You say, and they took her
0: purse in her home, and they took her purse. <laughs> wow! She sure, they're wild hogs or just greedy, greedy hogs. She hammered, and it was a couple of dudes. I don't know <laughs> particularly ugly assailants. Yeah, uh, Shakira says she was attacked by a pair of wild hogs. She was in Barcelona Park in Spain where she was walking with her son on Wednesday in videos posted to her Instagram, which are no longer visible. The Grammy winner um, says the boars had, that two wild boars attacked me in the park and left with my purse, her bag. (laughs) Wow. They took my bag to the woods with my mobile phone in it. Thieving hogs. She says I. they only left the bag because I confronted them. Shakira, the skinny little singer woman, confronted the wild boars to get her phone back. Felonious bacon.
2: Exactly how do you confront a wild hog in a way that causes it to relinquish your purse? I don't know. I Maybe don't... she shook her hiney at it. Hypnotized it with her hip movements.
0: That's a... <laughs> Uh, we got this text. If Dog the Bounty Hunter finds this Landry kid, doesn't the FBI have to fold up their tent? Well, sometimes no. the individual private eyes find stuff because they can dedicate all their time and resources. to them. Well, not
2: only that, but people often will share with the long, hard TV celebrity and might be uh, shy about uh, dealing with high-level federal law enforcement.
0: Yeah. He says that he, says that he found an energy drink can at a campsite that was known to be the preferred energy drink of this Brian Landry, so he believes he's hot on his trail. Mm, he's hot on the trail of publicity. How's his brand these days? Not so good. Dog the bounty hunter? Yeah. I don't know. He looks like a homeless guy. Has that I always mean, been his look? I'm I'm kind of new to Dog the bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. always looked like a homeless the
2: guy? The long hair and the, the vest and the, the jewelry and that sort of thing. He's yeah. particularly grizzled.
0: Yeah, well, time
2: is uh, rough. Time is cruel. (laughs) But, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, brand cachet, though, is he going to, like, tour with Potsy and Ralph Melf from Happy Days? Or, I don't know, various members of uh, Bachman-Turner Overdrive? I mean, he's not exactly top of mind these days. (laughs) So I'm not saying he isn't sincere. Okay. But uh, there's a chance, you know, he's looking for the spotlight
0: again. Um, We plan to finish strong. i got to admit, I was kind of hoping that the big vote would come down while we were on the air so we'd get a chance to uh, be among the first to comment on it. But looks like that ain't going to happen. Nancy's probably still twisting arms, threatening.
2: I hope so. As ugly as possible. That's what I'm rooting for. So don't
0: mess with me.
2: I want strong, strong statements.
0: Carrots and sticks behind the scenes. More on the way. We will finish strong.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah. When you look at the progressive Wha- agenda, that's what they want. A now, living wage. of the boogeyman.
2: We've made us. We've done this. This particular wound is something we put on ourselves. Progressives
3: have put it on themselves. I I believe so. How
0: so? Because I feel like when you come into the party, you say this
2: is what we want to do. You don't go around and say, "Well, you're not doing it right, and you're not doing it right." It becomes a fight. See, when it becomes, "Here's how we can do it. Let's sit down and figure out how to do it," and that's not what we're getting. Oh, you think
0: there's a there's a. Uh, A fissure between older liberals and younger liberals. There's no doubt about it. That's Whoopi Goldberg there. We'll see what happens today, and we'll talk about it a lot tomorrow. Um, Even Evan, I can't pronounce the last name. Evan, unpronounceable, made history yesterday when she became her school's first transgender homecoming queen. This is in Orlando, Florida. The 17-year-old said she didn't know what to expect when she decided to run for homecoming queen at her school. It makes me feel like I actually belonged. Blah, blah, blah. I'm glad she's happy. I don't want her to be unhappy. That's nice. Um, sure. Uh, I played, Some
2: hot, hot cisgendered uh, cheerleader is pissed off.
0: She just came out recently, so she's a senior, but she just came out as a woman, having been a man up until her senior year. Um I played football for six years. I remember during practices, I would stare at the cheerleaders because I wanted to be with them. Me too, just for different reasons. Recent surveys show that younger generations are more accepting and supportive of LGBTQ two plus
3: <laughs>
0: LGBTQ
3: two plus.
0: It hasn't gotten less funny. Uh, roughly half of Generation Z, that's anybody born after 96, says that allowing gay and lesbian couples to marry is a good thing for society. Oh, well, Oh What, only half? That, 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 that train has sailed. Really? You got s- trains with sails in your world? <laughs> with only 15% saying it's a bad thing. Oh, they're, ser- seriously, they're trying to make the point that younger generations are more accepting and only half of Generation Z is okay with gay marriage? Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, for that bait.
2: ship has left the station. Right. The ship station.
0: That was a dumb article. Who put this article out? It's NBC. <laughs> <laughs> it's NBC. Okay, so they started with, man, people just go through the motions. This oh, is, yeah. I guarantee you, this is like a 24-year-old, they're, they're making less than the guy changing oil over at Jiffy Lube. Guaranteed. And they wanted to put together a story about this first transgender homecoming queen. And then they grabbed some out-of-date stats about gay marriage, which has nothing to do with the transgender thing. And made the opposite argument of what they were trying to make. (laughs) Well done. Well Well done. Well done. You know, thinking back to the whole uh, homecoming
2: thing. Uh, You know, I like the idea of homecoming. The homecoming king and queen. Could anything Stop be more ridiculous? Stop using
0: gendered monarchical language. <laughs> G- Stop electing monarchs <laughs> to c- high schools to, k- to, k- to, k- to k- k- commemorate homecoming. K- Do you have a problem with the homecoming king and queen? Uh, yeah, well, it's just, its a, what's the hell's the point? What does it say? What does it mean? Don't what know. are you trying to say? Generally, it's the most popular dude and the most popular girl. Everybody exalted and lifted up on a stage for all of us to gawk at more than they already were. So everybody already knew who the most popular dude and girl already were. But let's make it even more clear and hold a ceremony worshiping them. What the (laughs) hell is that? I don't know. What What sort of of impulse is that? I know I didn't get any enjoyment out of it being on the periphery of the uh, of the group, but
2: I thought maybe the people
0: uh... on the inside enjoyed it. Some serious, eye-roll-worthy, weird tradition.
1: I'd say. There is no Planet Blah, but there are Final Thoughts, blah, blah, blah. With Armstrong and Getty, blah, blah, blah.
2: (laughs) Greta Thunberg there. Here's our host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, everybody, how about a final thought to wrap things up? He's our technical director, pressing the buttons, Michelangelo. Michael?
1: Yeah, if, if you're a college student and you're triggered by William Shakespeare or you need a comfort animal, you're not going to make it through life. No, you're not.
0: Just give up right now. Good luck in the workplace. Yeah, well said.
2: Young Alex working behind the scenes. Our producer, Alex, final thought?
0: You know, Greg Stubbe hit a home run in the congressional baseball game, but that was only like a 60-mile-an-hour pitch. I'm going to run for a congressional seat. He's going to see some hardball next year. (laughs) Nice. All right, Jack, a final thought for us? You know, one thing Nancy Pelosi doesn't get enough credit for or asked about enough is how does she at age 81 wear those super high stiletto heels walking the halls of Congress all day long? Most women that I'm aware of, once you get past like 40, 45, they kind of maybe special occasions they'll still but not like walking around the workplace all the time. You just can't pull it off anymore. She still wears the super high heels. Right? I'd be worried about granny and if she was day. wearing that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so my She's a witch. Was, I've finally gained some understanding of that big Evergrande or ever grand, uh development company in China and their impending collapse and what it means. And I, I think, I seriously think, in many ways, China has either peaked or is about to peak. I think they've sown the seeds of their own destruction. I hope you're right. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting to follow. You know, unless I hit by a bus as I, you know, leave the studio.
0: You get restless anal syndrome. Oh, boy. We're How do you know I don't have it? They either going to vote or not vote. Either way, it's a story that we will be talking about tomorrow.
2: Yeah, this is some serious palace intrigue going on. It's yeah. kind of fun.
0: Yeah, I'd say Armstrong and Getty wrapping up in another grueling four hour workday. So many people who thanks
2: a little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. Pick yourself up an I'm Vaxxed No Mask t shirt. Huh? So decent... Click on the... Yeah? Go ahead. I was going to say, click
0: on the uh, hot links, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, whatevs. It's a decent question, Joe asked. How has the whole homecoming king-queen thing not gone away? Is there anybody other than the two that win that enjoys it?
2: It's a disgusting
0: spectacle. See you tomorrow. God bless America. All right, I just got one final question. Have you been a good little Nazi?
3: We
1: said yes. Yeah,
3: you did. You absolutely Gosh.
1: did. And it. Did not.
3: This is the
0: fun part. LGDP. Uh, LGT. LBT. It's a little too much, donkey dog.
2: Blah,
3: blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
2: No, thank you. In Idaho, Andrew Crapuchet (laughs) Crapuchets. Can I say his name (laughs) on the air? Pretty name. (laughs) Are you on that high note? Thank you all very much. Armstrong. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new.